I'm Leo Flynn, a senior in the Building Science program at Auburn University, and today we're going to talk about construction ethics. In this first scene, our contractor is faced with either extending his subs pay artificially or paying them on time when he is paid by the owner. Hey, Leo. Hey, Leo. Here's your payment for this period. Thank you. The building will be done on time. I expect it will. Hey Leo, how's it going? How you doing, Ryan? Pretty good. Uh, can I have my payment for this period? Artificially extending the time it takes you to pay your subs after being paid by the owner puts you in a good position as a general contractor, but it really passes on the risk to your subs, and they'll remember when you want to hire them for your next project. Thank you. Don't listen to this guy. Artificially extending the time it takes you to pay your subs is going to make your life a whole lot easier as a general contractor. You pass all the risk on to them, and you can put money in the bank to start earning interest on it. for the month. We learned about ex artificially extending your subs pay in our PC3 class with Professor Holly. He informed us that while it's not technically illegal, your subs will remember it and will probably come back to bite you. In our second scene, our contractor is faced with the issue of price shopping. He can either call his buddies and let them know what the lowest bid is and make sure that they get the job, or hold true to the ideals of the industry and let it work itself out. Hey Leo, I just heard from Jenkins Brick and they're shooting me a kickback on this brick. They're doing a really, really good job, so I think we should use them on this job. And what's wrong with big shopping? So what, they take me out fishing here and there, they take me out to lunch, you know, when the job comes around, I shoot them a little kickback and they'll know what price point they need to be at. No harm, no foul. Sure, it's nice to help out friends, but when you price shop, not all the parties are coming to the table with the same advantage, and everyone out there is trying to feed their family. So just because your friends are making it by, doesn't mean that the industry is working as intended. No, I can't do that. we got to put it on the open market for a bit. You can't show favoritism. Okay. We learned about price shopping in PC2 from Professor Hosey. He told us that while most do it and it's not technically unethical, it's definitely a decision you have to come to terms with as your contractor. In our third scene, our contractor has discovered that there is less rock than was indicated by the geotech. He now faces the decision whether to inform his competitors or to keep it a secret and have advantage going into the bid day. This is a hard call, but in the end, you are coming to the table with information that not all parties have. This is again, kind of gaming the system to your advantage, and you have to really think whether that's worth it, or whether you're being unethical. You paid to get the test done, put your own machinery out there, you got an advantage, but you deserve that advantage. 
We learned about geotech reports and their possible inaccuracy in soils class. Professor Zabel made it very clear that you're putting your machinery and your money on the line to go out there and test. So you have to really decide whether it's ethical or unethical to share it with your competitors.